If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Happy Hump Day to everyone in the sports universe. It is February the 23rd, 2022. This is the AM Drive on Twilight Sports. We are live. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvelis saying, Aaron, how are you today? I'm doing great. Happy Hump Day to you, sir. Happy Hump Day every day is what I say. It's a good day to have a day. Um... Aaron, are you excited to have Mitch Bernstein on today? I know I am. Yeah, I am. You know, we we talked. We don't really talk a ton of baseball. What's going on right now? But you know, a lot of people don't realize that you know they're in the midst of a a lockout. The season spring training games have already been pushed back officially, and we may or may not be getting an on time season start. So you know, it's something that within everything going on with football, college football, college basketball coming up to their big you know, time of the year. It's it's something that we haven't truly really talked about. And even, you know, our guest, Carl Cervantes, um, you know, a couple of days ago, even talked about like how they're really not talking about much either with the, the nothing going on in baseball right now. It's pretty sad. And the biggest news in baseball that I've seen has been Eric K getting 20 years in prison. Yeah. Well, and the biggest, the other biggest news is in baseball is, are they going to play baseball? <laughs> like that's not mm. good for the sport. What you're saying is there's not much going on, right? Well, Mitch will let us know about that. Pretty much, yeah. If you want the best merchandise in podcasting at the lowest price, you got to go to amdrive.online. In fact, it's where Aaron got his hoodie from. It's where I got this mug. And speaking of mugs and tumblers, there's a new Black Edition mug for only $14. The thing looks sleek. It looks incredible. I have not bought one. I might do that actually Friday. So probably by next week or two weeks from now, I might have one. But I think that'd be a pretty cool thing to have along with the black hoodie. It seems like they go together. Yeah, black mug, black hoodie. There it is. You know, it's it's a lot sleeker. You know, black black little black dress, black hoodie. They all kind of have like that sexiness to them. And, and you got to add the AM Drive mug to it as well. You know, that's right. Also, there's a new shirt on there. That just says drive safe. It, it looks incredible. It, it's, if you want to support people who end up getting designated drivers, unlike NFL players, you got to get that shirt. That's, not, that's <laughs> a bad joke. It's, not, it's sad. Oh, do you tear a muscle stretching that hard? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All righty. How about speaking of muscles and stretching, how about a big nothing burger from Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, who had the IG post after his 12 days of whatever the solitude or whatever he called it, um, he got some. The, he gets on the Pat McAfee show. Pat McAfee ends up picking up like 130 something thousand viewers because I was I was watching. I I love the show anyways, but right. I was on there and their 50 thousand turned to about 130 thousand at one o'clock when he was supposed to come on. So everyone in the comments was saying, "Hi ESPN, hi Fox." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was really funny. They had Ian Rappaport on beforehand because he hooked up on the show as well. Rap sheet. And Raps, she was like, I just can't believe everyone's here watching me. So it was pretty, pretty funny watching him poke the bear. And Rappaport even said before Rogers came on that he assumes there's going to be an announcement. Which, to be fair, idiots like Ian Rappaport are the reason why people were watching anyways. Because they grabbed a hold of a post that, to be fair, Rogers clearly said, I was waiting for all the news stories to be over just so I could say this, you know? It wasn't like he was announcing anything. He didn't even say he had an announcement. But right. Then he goes think... on there and says, by the way, I have no announcement. He said it right off the bat, and people were pissed. Yeah, I mean, like, what's there to be pissed about? I mean, the guy's got, you know, an appearance on Pat McAfee that – Every Tuesday. Is pretty – yeah, is regular. So because we hadn't heard from him and because other people like Ian Rappaport and others – basically fabricated a story that something major was going to go down. Aaron Rodgers is taking the blame for this. I don't understand. Right. And to be fair, you've been on the side. You've, you've been open about saying 
when he's been attention seeking. And even I can admit that, but like you like you said, this right here is not that. Like yes. even people, like even Pat McAfee was like, why are people saying there's an announcement? Like he said on his show, like, why are people saying this if I didn't even say anything? Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe they thought there was an announcement because of, you know, we hadn't heard from Aaron Rodgers because of this whole 12-day spiritual life quest, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to call the the those little walkabout kind of things. And I know that the the instant the what, Instagram post did you know, kind of give off some vibes of, you know, what does this mean? But this is what, this is what we're doing nowadays. We are just literally trying to pull stories out of the tiniest crevices of, well, nothing burgers. And, nope. you know, it, it did sound like there was something, but Randall Cobb and David Bakhtiari and, and Rogers and their, their group, their circle, they've been great friends. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility to even without this walkabout that he would just say, Hey, you know, I love, I love, you, I love you know, hanging out with you guys and whatever the future holds, if we're not all together, because you know, there's a chance they may not all be together. Randall Cobb may not be around next year in the NFL and, and you Rogers know, Rogers, for him. yeah. And Aaron Rodgers brought him back and up to the point until he got hurt was playing pretty well for, for, you know, making Aaron Rodgers look good. Yeah. But you know, like I said, we're we're fabricating a story out of an Instagram post. This is where media and journalism has gotten to us nowadays. Like it's just now. Sometimes there are cryptic messages in Instagram, but like I, I don't know. Call me old man yells at cloud. Get off my lawn. But I'm I'm not a big fan of like going into people's Instagrams and trying to psychologically figure out what their next move is. It's just I don't get paid to do it. So I, you know, since he had a big nothing burger on the Pat McAfee show. I go on with my life. Nothing cares. I'm not were, pissed about it. There were people saying that he that they hope he tears his ACL. I was like, yeah, like come on. What, what did you want mm. him to do? What was he supposed to do? He can't make any announcements that he's going to a specific team because you know that's not up to him. Ultimately, I mean, kind of is, but ultimately the Packers have to make a move. Make a move. If he wanted to retire, like, what are you mad about? Like, you want to continue seeing a great football player continue to play football. So you're mad because he didn't retire, like. Like I, I said, I, not, I posted on Twitter. I posted right. on Twitter. I'm like, look, I, it was a big nothing burger. We all fell for the bait, but I'm glad he didn't retire. Right. And I'll also admit, I wouldn't mind if Tom Brady comes back for another five years. I mean, it makes me have that much more storylines for myself just to talk about. I, I wouldn't mind it. Well, not only that, but like, you know, we, we talk about, we're going to talk about the USFL and, you know, the talent level in that oh, league. Oh. And why do you want to see top tier talent leave? You know, I mean, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, you know, Philip Rivers, you know, you know, these guys, why do you want that to leave? I understand that, you know, life is a, you know, a cycle, but I don't ever want to see the guys that I grew up with stop playing football. One, because I enjoy them playing football. And two, because that means now I'm getting old. <laughs> right. A little reality setting in there. But no, you're, you're, you're right about that. Um, shout out Aaron Rodgers for, oh, by the way, he, he didn't just wait for the whole interview. The, the thing that you're going to see on the Pat McAfee show that they chopped up and made into a little video, that was the first part of the interview. Like, he right off said, I want, he came on there with an office shirt, which is pretty funny as well. He goes, listen, guys. He's a huge fan here. of the office. He's a huge fan of the office. Right. I uh... he told people right off the bat, it, this is just what it is. I'm sorry. He told them. He didn't right. let them sit there for an hour. Right. And and I'm, I'm curious to know if you paid attention to, like, what the viewership did once he did yes, make I a did. formal announcement. Immediately as he said that, it went down to like 105,000. And by the end, it was like, when I came back, it was like, it was like 50 or 60,000. Pat McAfee, by the way, if you guys watch the show, it's it's, an, it's a really funny show. Those guys don't give a crap, and they're, they're just really funny. And they also provide really good sides of the story that I really didn't, never think about. And I'm a, I'm a deep thinker when it comes to sports. Those guys are horrible. They're incredible. They do a great job over there. So I, I agree. Wanna... I've, I've caught a couple episodes. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Um. So let's get to this before we move on here. J.J. Redick, um, former Duke player and also former Pelican, said that Zion – he called out Zion Williamson. Um. I don't know what the C.J. McCollum rift was, but apparently Zion has apologized for not reaching out to C.J., whatever it was. But J.J. Redick's bigger point – was when he was in New Orleans, he, as a veteran in the locker room, 
had to stand up in front of the team and tell Zion Williamson, what the crap, dude. He said Zion would, quote, distance himself from teammates. And he said, as a, as a star player and even as a player in this league, you have to have an obligation to your body and to your teammates. And Zion has neither. I have supported Zion for a long time, but I also trust J.J. Redick, who, who got to where he's at for being, to be fair, a hardworking white dude who overachieved. Let's be fair. J.J. Redick knows what the hell he's talking about and has talked to a lot of players and was even part of that same locker room. I, I'm, I'm pissed this morning as a Zion Williamson fan. Quick thoughts? So for me, it seems more and more like Zion Williamson is – an introverted, a phenomenally gifted basketball player who is introverted. Like, I don't, I think he'd rather just go play basketball, come home, play video games and drink Mountain Dew. Yeah. And just do his thing. He doesn't care about outside interests. He doesn't care about speaking of Mountain Dew. He doesn't care about what people think about him. Now, is that okay? Sure. It's okay as the, you know, as a human being, but Unfortunately, you know, you're going to, you know, get some brushback from more extroverted, you know, outgoing players who, you know, believe that, you know, they need to be able to mesh or bond or gel. Now, I don't disagree with that either. I mean, I think both sides can be true. And ultimately, I would theoretically place the blame on Zion here in a sense of like, Hey man, I, I, you are kind of the face of the franchise here, even if you're not playing and even a text message or, you know, reach out to your agents to just give a, you know, a A statement. Yeah. Hey man, looking forward to, to meeting or looking forward to, uh, you know, playing with you when, you know, when the time's right, even if you don't mean it, just, there are certain things that just kind of come along with being a good teammate and playing sports. Now, like I said, I don't, I'm not going to bash the guy for being an introverted player. It's that's what it seems like to me, but there are also kind of things that you need to be able to, to do as the face of the franchise or as, you know, even just as a teammate, even if you're not the guy, even just as a teammate reaching out to a guy and saying, Hey man, looking forward to it. I hope, hope we get on the court together soon. I don't know. Something like that. Just, right. it, it kind of feels like, I can't expect Zion to act the way I want him to act. And just because he doesn't, I think he's a terrible human. It's just, I think this, there's just some, uh, I guess, guidelines for being a good teammate. You're right about that. I mean, it could be the good old boy thing. It could, But in today's society, we understand about health and, and chemistry. And J.J. Redick wants, to, wants Zion to understand that as well. Um, this was presented by AM Drive to Online, our shop. Get the Black Edition mug for $14 to match your black AM drive hoodie. Drink our faces. When we come back, we're talking Tom Brady. Was there issues in Tampa? If there was, does that give us hope for the future of his return? Nick Saban does not want to go to the empty abyss of retirement. And what the heck was going on at the combine that caused the NFL to fold? We write back to the AM drive on 12 Out Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at AM Drive. Online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. 
It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. If you host a podcast or run a small business hack, if you have a morning show like this one, it's hard spreading the word. It's hard changing graphics. Aaron, you got friends that want to check it out, but will they? Uh, You hope so, but sometimes they don't. That's right. Well, it's time to help them and help yourself grow with Popple. P-O-P-L. Popple is an easy-to-use but high-tech digital business card. Get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE for 20% off. Set up your links and share. People you share it with won't even need a Popple, so it's all good. Again, when you get your Popple and keychain, pop socket, even credit card form, enter the code AMDRIVE in all caps, no spaces, for 20% off on popl.co or go to mikeandarendrive.com clicking the Popple logo. Again, next segment, we're having on Mitch Bernstein of the Burn with Mitch to talk about MLB lockout, among other things. Let's get to issues in Tampa Bay causing Tom Brady to be frustrated. At least that's the alleged story here. So Tom Brady, there's this thing surfacing, there's rumors that Tom Brady might not have been on the same page with Bruce Arians, whether it be the Antonio Brown situation, whether it be the lack of hard not work, hard working things that he experienced in, in, in New England that weren't happening in Tampa Bay. Aaron, what is your thoughts on how to unpack all this? And if it is true, does this mean he didn't really retire? Because he didn't really say the word retire yet. Well, so that's the case here. Has never officially retired. Right. And I know that the Buccaneers are trying to figure out what his plan is because it affects it affects their salary cap for the next two years. Now, obviously, don't get me wrong, anybody in, in Tampa Bay would love to have Tom Brady back on the field. But the more the more actually, to be honest with you, the, the closer and closer we get to the, the NFL season and he hasn't officially retired, the more and more it looks like he might actually come back and play. Right. However, I'm curious to know, and again, this goes right back to the, the conversation we just had in segment one. Curious to know, okay, so we can come out with these these tweets or you know these, these rumors. There were things about the Brooks program that frustrated Tom Brady. Okay, what? You know, did you not get along with Bruce Arians? Which seems weird from one year to the next, how much that could have deteriorated. Did you not maybe like Byron Leftwich, you know... Maybe maybe Byron Leftwich wanted too much control over the offense, and Tom Brady's one of those guys like Peyton Manning. He's like, look, when I walk up to the line, whatever I see, that's what we're going to go with. And maybe there was a discord with Byron Leftwich. Maybe there was a problem with the Antonio Brown situation. Maybe, you know, who knows? Like, what what does some things about the Bucks program? Like, what? Did you not like the front office? Did you not like the way the cheerleaders did their routine? Like, you know, what? <laughs> this can go in so many different ways. Like, I just don't understand why, you know, this is a story here. Like, why can't we just let a guy just go off? 
you know, right. retire, be off in the sunset. What are we trying to finagle here? Like 20 years with the Patriots, you left, Tom, because you didn't necessarily like the relationship you had at the end with Belichick and the way things were the way things were there so you went place that had a little more hands-off laissez-faire approach right. and now and now you're telling me he didn't like that either so either someone's lying <laughs> or tom brady you can't have your cake and eat it too you can't have you can't leave the buttoned up lifestyle for the laid back lifestyle and then complain when the laid back lifestyle is too laid back so you can't leave the buttoned up lifestyle and want there to be one more button up top on your laid back lifestyle. How about that? Right. I mean, you won a Super Bowl. I mean, you did everything you set out to do when you left New England. So yep. uh, it, it's it's unfortunate for me, and I'm sure for a lot of people, that this is the way that Tom Brady's retirement is That's happening. The, yeah, right. It's, right. it's incredibly ridiculous. Like, just coming up to a podium, walking up, thanking the team, signing for a day in New England – None of that stuff happened. Like, we're just, we got this Instagram post, and we're not even 100% sure that he's done, and we're speculating. It's just, it's the ugliest way to go out for the game's greatest player. It's just, I hate it. I hate every every part of it. And I love that you even say that it might even be some, some not his fault. But sure. but even if that is the case, why, like you said, why rehash it? Like, what are these... It's like people are trying to gain clout off a guy whose clout is done. Like, let it be. It's it's, it's got to right. be over sometime. So quit trying to un- guess what I heard. No, you had your chance. Shut up. This, this is an Andrew Luck retiring at like 29 and speculating because he's like, well, yeah, the front office sucks and the offensive line's never going to get better. I think Andrew Luck had a better retirement than this. Sure, but I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's been more clean. Someone retiring at 29 30 is a little bit more spec, you know, speculation going on than somebody retiring at 44. Like, yes, we all agree he could probably still have continued playing, but yeah, I mean, what, why, why speculate? If he's done, he's done. If he's not done, he'll let us know. That's my thing. It's like, I don't want, and I've lost a lot of, I've lost a lot of respect for these. Experts and he was ever since Adam Schefter had that accumulation of information and then decided to break it during the draft to make the Packers and Aaron Rodgers look like crap. I've lost a lot of respect for these guys. It seems this is weird. Yeah, I I don't disagree with that. Nick Saban is not interested in the empty abyss of retirements. And I, I guess I wouldn't be either considering the, the college football playoff committee has announced in the last week, I believe it was like a week ago, they said that this thing's going to have four teams until the year 2025. Well, thanks a lot, losers. I, I, guess, I guess I wouldn't retire either knowing that. Yeah, I got to say, uh, talking about that, I'm absolutely shocked that they're still continuing to remain at four given the fact that uh, economists have said that they stand to lose upwards of $800 million Good. It, it, by sticking at four teams and not expanding the playoffs to have Good. more games matter, basically. And it's just shocking in a time where they can't control the athletes anymore. You know, the NCAA, obviously right. the, the schools can with NIL deals, but in a, in a world where they can't control the athletes and they can't control what's going on, why not just try to get as much money as you can before the NCAA basically dissolves itself? Uh, But Nick Saban, I don't blame him. I mean, I know he's 70 or pretty much close to 70 and he's clearly in the right frame of mind. I mean, you talk about guys, Bobby Bowden, Joe Paterno, who at 70 plus years old were definitely not still actively involved in majority of the day-to-day operations, recruiting, game planning, et cetera. They were just faces of the franchise. Nick Saban's not that. Now, that might change in 2025. That might change in three, four years. Who knows? You know, you never know how the human body reacts. But it seems like he's the type of person that says, if I retire or if I stop doing this, not only is it the empty abyss of nothingness, usually it just speeds up death, too. A lot of people talk about they can't retire because they'll just die of boredom. And Nick Saban falls right into that category. 
I guess when you're such a hard worker at your craft, it, it does. It's like my grandfather on my stepdad's side. Just he he's like 80 years old and just won't stop working at a, at a at a um at a local department store. Just basically doing nothing but just going to work. And so people like they, they can't stand to stop working. And, I, and, and and it helps out the Alabama program for sure. But you're right though; it might just <laughs> might lead them to death. No, not coaching. I'm talking about retiring. I'm talking about retiring. That's what lately. I mean, though. Is that like retiring in general like for anybody who just is, is just driven to to work? It's just incredible how they keep on. They're so wired. They're just gonna keep on going. Trying to make though. And we're also, you know, design creatures of habits. So going into an office, recruiting, even with the, I mean, God, the NIL uh, makes it just so much more. Fun. <laughs> slanted to the have to the haves versus the have nots at this point and right you know it, it's why would Saban retire at this point what what would give you any inclination that he would do that I mean his wife is already you know devoted her life to college football his kids are grown and he continues to basically you know dominate the sport you know yep. whether it's winning a championship or just even being there like the 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 staying at, at four teams doesn't matter to Nick Saban because whether fairly or unfairly, Alabama will always be uh, playoff eligible or at least always on the cusp and always be in the discussion because they are Alabama. Like, why would he go anywhere else? The only thing I can ever see Nick Saban doing is just retiring and trying the NFL one more time. I just, it's, and even that, that's a less than 1% th- chance I've ever seen. I could see him like owning or like having some some hands in the Alabama program after he retires. Or just, right. just having something to do with like the AD or something like that. No, yeah, in the in the front office, I guess you call it the front office, but you know whatever right. it is, consultants work. But just yeah, there's no reason that within the next five years at least that Nick Saban should even be considering retirement as long as he's in the right you know of sound mind and body. Whoever that old Georgia Bulldog guy was that they showed during the championship game is what Saban will basically be doing when he's done. And, but isn't it crazy to think about we just had a conversation after the Super Bowl about a 36-year-old Sean McVay retiring versus this guy, Nick Saban, who's 70-plus, who can't retire because he feels like it would just lead to an early death. Like That's the old cra- school versus the new school. It, it's crazy to think. I mean, you know, I mean, when you have enough money to never have to worry about working, you can go one of two ways. You can continue to work as a method of you know, basically a hobby right. or you can retire and do whatever you want. And, but you know, for me, it's, 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 it's just insane to, to think to do different ends of the spectrum. One guy who's, you know, 70 plus and one guy who's 36 and they have very different viewpoints on actually working, even though we never really heard Sean McVay mention out of his mouth, the retirement talk. Right. NFL combine confusion. Um, so the league has eases their COVID-19 restrictions for the combine after some backlash like a bunch of agents of like a bunch of guys. I think even Kayvon Thibodeau was involved in this whole thing. He's a pretty highly touted prospect. It was like, this is ridiculous. And at the time, I was like, what are they talking about? And apparently, it was so, I guess, rough. The NFL said, okay, okay, we, we get it. We're, we're going to kind of pump the brakes on this. Want to unpack this quickly before we move on? Yeah, so what I read basically was the blowback uh, was the NFL still tried to uh, treat this like a complete bubble style like they have been for the last two years. And it's, you know, through the pandemic, the policies and procedures were very, you know, very tight, very restricted as far as, you know, wearing masks. Obviously, exiting the the bubble area would have gotten you kicked out of the combine. Um, the the NFL attempted, or the or the national, because it's not actually run by the NFL. It's the National Invitational mm-hmm. Committee or National Invitational Camp. Right. Um, tried to go on with that again this year, and I think the players and the agents finally said, "Look, you know, the Omicron virus is subsiding. COVID is subsiding. States are loosening their laws." Let's let's take it down a notch here with in terms of the restrictions here for the uh, for the combine. And while the NIC agreed to some of them, it still feels a little bit more button up than, you know, the previous combines of the past. Uh, You're only limited to one, um, I guess you could say, medical staff efficient, whether it be a trainer, whether it be a massage therapist, where it used to be you could have a whole 
you know, whole room full of them. Uh, and now you can, you're free to move out of the bubble area and interact with the rest of your staff. So the rest of your staff can be there. They're just not going to be on the property at the time. Uh, I don't know. To me, I mean, I can understand their, their thought process because it's optics. I mean, the, the NFL mm-hmm. wants the most access to their product, whether it be from the players, by the players, or even from the media. But unfortunately, a rash outbreak of COVID cases would be a bad look for the NFL in the spot. So you got to play it kind of 50-50 close to the vest here. And uh, I mean, I think it's fine. You can keep your staff off-site in another hotel room down the street, and you'll be fine. Right. Um, one last thing I'll say before we move on here is, Deshaun Watson would be in shambles right now if he only, only one Masat. That's ridiculous. That's a little bit. I don't get it. Are you proud of that? One massage therapist. <laughs> that's that's wrong, sir. That is absolutely wrong. Oh lord. Well, anyways, you can go to Popple, popl.co, and get your um Popple for twenty percent off using code AM Drive. But I think they're having a twenty five percent off deal, so don't do that just yet. Um, but just like. <laughs> support the brand. When I, it's true. They're having a 25% off sale. And when we come back, Mitch Bernstein's been patiently waiting. And we're talking to him about baseball lockout. What's going on in baseball? What's not going on in baseball? We'll talk about it next. AM Drive with Mike Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies. shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com dot com slash amazon sign in and get shopping it costs you nothing and helps us that's www.tonsportsradio.com slash amazon thanks All right, and welcome back here to the AM Drive presented by 12 Ounce Sports, and we are sponsored by Fanatics. It's very simple. If you want that sports uh, sports gear for the fan or you in your life, then Fanatics has got you covered. Every team, every league, the daily deals are there. You've got to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click the F. That way the whole store is available to you, and it helps out 
our show, and we greatly appreciate it. Pick up your gear at Fanatics today. And that baseball gear might be going on sale soon if we don't have a season. (laughs) That being said, our our guest here today is Mitch Bernstein of The Burn with Mitch. You can find him on Twitter at Phil's Fanatic, Phil's with a P-H. Mitch, thank you so much for coming aboard and joining us today. Hello, fellas. How the heck are you? You're doing a great job. Keep it up. We appreciate Kissing that, ass Mitch. Kissing you nowhere. <laughs> it works for me. Oh. I'll take the brownie points. Hey, hey, I just saw Beck and Bezos. Is that a new comedy team? I no, know, that's, that's the new conglomerate right there. Those are the next two to go to space. Wow. <laughs> the question is, does Jeff Beck know it? He'll, he'll know soon. He'll know soon. <laughs> I played ball. Played golf with Jeff uh, out here just recently. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. I don't know if I know Mike. You've met him. Have you met Jeff uh, personally? Not per. No, not have. I haven't. And I, I'm inviting all of you guys. We should do golf down here in Wilmington because today it's yes. going to be. It's, it's going to be. Um, well, Aaron, you know the weather. We're, you're in. You're in Vegas, Aaron. I am. It's cold and dreary out here today. Oh well, right now it's uh, 72, going up to 77 today in Wilmington. North Carolina. Don't tempt me with a good time. It sounds good right there. <laughs> but uh, speaking of a good time, people who are not having a good time here right now is the owners and the MLBPA right now. And of course the fans, because we're sitting on bated breath. Spring training has been pushed back officially, and the MLB opening day is in jeopardy. You as a fan, Mitch, of baseball, uh, are you nervous? Um, I was more nervous last week, um, than I am today. Um, you know, it, it was interesting. Jason Stark was on my show a couple of weeks ago awesome. and he said to me, and I agreed, they just have to sit down and talk and negotiate. Well, they weren't doing that. And I tweeted out, how hard is it to sit down? Even if the players didn't like what the owners brought to them and say, okay, fellas, stop. Let's try and get this done here. And Jason said to me, he goes, okay, you're buying, you know, and I made the example, you're buying a car, maybe not the best example, but you sit in the, you, you talk, you have a conversation. You try to meet somewhere in the middle. Wasn't happening. End of last week, I read that both the union and the owners rep reps after their 15 minute meeting, one of them, they, they talked afterwards for 20 minutes. At that point, they had to have said, all right, let's, let's cut the crap. Next week, this week, let's get to some talk. Let's sit down. The meetings have lasted a hell of a lot longer. It's a great sign. Now they're talking, which is great. And right. that makes me a little bit more optimistic because, as someone said to me yesterday, you know, the owners don't care about spring training. It's right. all about getting their money as this, when the season starts. And I, I have a great article here by Joe Poznanski, a phenomenal oh. author, uh, baseball uh, literary genius. Um, and he talks about the issues that are really negotiable. They just try to make it work. And I think they will. I think they will start. Uh, my initial thought was they would start – Baseball, uh, May 1st. Okay. They're going to lose some games, but I'm thinking May 1st, it, it all starts. So I have a question for you before Aaron goes here. Um, you mentioned about the car salesman, the, the car negotiations. I thought actually that was a pretty good example or good illustration here. Um, because usually if I'm buying a car, sometimes I, I guess the guy will get the better end of me depending on my credit. Would you blame one side or the other, or would you think it's kind of they're both being sticks here? You know, Whatever. it's it's it's. I believe it's more on the owner side. Okay. I I was not too thrilled with the players as a typical fan was in terms of you know you're making all this money, blah blah blah. Years ago, now. It's come to the forefront. The owners, all they want to do is make money. That's all they want to do. And they they know they're going to make money when this season, like I said, when this season starts. Right now, they could care less about spring training. It's all about money. 
and the players, listen, they're working, they're looking as a union, they're looking out for the, themselves and for the future. You know, here's some information. All right. Owners offered $630,000 for a minimum salary. Okay. With incremental increases, the players want 775,000. Oh, good Lord. Meet in the middle and go to 700,000. How hard is that? You know, fair that's point. A simple discussion. A bonus pool for young players, not arbitration eligible, so they haven't reached the arbitration stage yet. Owners offer $20 million pool for 30 players. Okay. Players wanted $115 million for 150 players. I didn't do the division on that, but, you know, there's an easy way to come, come to the middle there. Um, the luxury tax. All right, this is all from Joe Posnanski. The owners want the threshold to be $212 million, uh, with a slow rise to 220 by 2026. And increased tax rates and penalties for the teams that go over. The players want the threshold to be raised to 245, rising to 275 by 2026. They're all numbers. It's all just numbers, and they just have to say, what about this? No, what about this? No, what about – okay, let's do this. Well, I, once really twice. I really think it's that simple. And then the uh, the lottery, the, play, the owners have raised their offer to include the bottom four teams, okay, just the bottom four. The players want eight. Um, so go to six. I mean, it, it easy for me to say, right? But as Jason said, at least they're talking now, and I think there will be a point in which within the next week and a half, there will be an agreement. Hmm. Now, we talk about <clears throat> this MLB lockout, uh, Mitch, and a lot of it stems from money. And I don't blame either Probably. side for wanting to get theirs. That's totally fine. Uh, another topic of discussion that maybe gets brushed under the rug is the competitiveness of the MLB. And the luxury tax has something to do with it as well. A lot of the agents and a lot of the a lot of the fans and a lot of the, of the writers are talking about how it really feels like half tries to compete and the other half just half picks and basically sells off any ad that they can and collects that nice revenue sharing check. Uh, what do you think about something like that uh, being a part of this discussion? Um, you know, it's funny because it really hasn't been specifically talked about. I know behind the scenes it's got to be, and the players have talked about it. Um, and you again, you look at the teams who haven't won in years, right? And what 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 are they having? Are, is the are the owners and the managers having a discussion in spring training off season? Hey, we're not gonna, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Like the Orioles. I mean, the Orioles I've got a buddy of mine in, in Pennsylvania who's just like the owner don't give a crap. Um, right. The, what happened to the great Orioles, traditional Orioles teams? And um, have they been able to tank um, to get where they've been? Now, I don't see that working. So something else is wrong there. But, yeah, they've got to they've got to be able to. And the problem is there's so many teams in that. You know, there's 30 teams um, and only, you know, now they want you know half the teams to make the playoffs, basically, uh, which is not good. Um, in one, in my, in my opinion, there's a part of me that says it's fine. Add some more teams, exciting playoffs, wildcard games. That's fine. But, um, yeah, they got to figure out a way to, uh, have everybody realistically have a, have an equal chance. I mean, in, in, in trying to, in, in winning, you know, every team, you go to every league, right. You look at the foot, you look at, um, uh, not so much football. A lot more parity there. Look at hockey and basketball. I mean, there are teams that just outright stink, and they know it going in. Baseball is the same way. I mean, there's you know 15 teams that know that they stink. They're not going to go anywhere. Um, yeah. They got to. They they have to. There's more talk I think coming out on that now. Just starting now, within the last year than I've ever heard. So um, I think there's more to come on that and how they fix how they fix all that. Wow. Um. So, uh, a team that has had its fair share of losing, despite having guys like Mike Trout and Shohei Tani, have a very big black eye on them right now. 
And that's, of course, the death of Tyler Skaggs that resurfaced because of the Eric K trial. And then Matt Harvey, a former pitcher, former fellow pitcher of Skaggs, came on and said, hey, I gave the guy drugs. Everyone knew we were, that he was doing drugs. And everyone, I'm sure, includes the Angels front office. What does that mean for you that baseball still has a problem with pain pills? Do they, you think baseball does, or do you think it's more so the Angels? How are you? That's a sad situation. I think it, it, it's extremely sad. I think it, I, I think it's really more of an isolated case, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Um, I don't think it's pervasive. I think that he, the fact that he passed away. Um, and people were shocked, including his folks. He was an addict. Okay. That's a disease. The fact that others were helping him with this, um, is, is more of the sad part as opposed to saying, Hey dude, you need help. I, I can't do it. You know? Um, I don't know what in their mind says to them, sure. I'm going to continue to give him pills as opposed to and getting hold of his parents and saying, listening, you know, as a human being, I got I want to take care of my buddy here, and to go down that road to provide him, it's and I don't think Matt Harvey should be allowed back in baseball. That's what he's going to get a six month suspension. But he admitted it; he should be gone. I mean, that to me is just uh, egregious to let him continue to. And how are the other players going to look at him? I mean, what are people going to think about him and what he's done um, and tragically done? Um, to this, to this one guy who was beloved by his team. Um, did they all know about it? Most of the players on that team know about it? Yeah, probably. Um, should they have spoken up if they knew? Yes. Are they all culpable? You know, and again, again, to a degree, yes. What's in here is what in your heart is what makes you make those decisions. And if they didn't have the heart to say anything, shame on all of them, you know? Um and I don't know how many were involved besides Matt Harvey and and, and maybe a couple of others. But right. I think what's going to happen now is that players as human beings are going to, again, it just takes one incident like this and then it come and, and to, for have a player die and for others to have known about it to get the, the entire community, that baseball, major league baseball community to be aware of saying, shoot, we got to, you know what? More eyes will be open to this, I think. And as opposed to protecting your own, this is about a, a human being. Forget baseball, and the, the fact of the matter is that he he is no longer with us is the saddest part, and his family's suffering. Uh, and and if, I I couldn't tell you how how angry I would be as a as a parent as his dad if I or mom. I mean, obviously I'm a dad, so to to, to know that his from players helped him get where he was and. Not give him the help we needed. It's a sad thing. It's really sad. Good point, though. Before I let Aaron move, good, good point though about um, people should know that it should, it, maybe it takes an incident like this, just like it takes a, someone dying in a traffic stop to put a traffic light there. So, go ahead, Aaron, wrap us up here. Yeah, I mean, not to switch gears here because that is a kind of a dark uh, cloud over the MLB right now. That's doesn't help their their image. But uh, if and when this lockout is resolved, the two big names. That still remain unsigned, Freddie Freeman and Carlos Correa. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, do you see swift action by these general managers taking place into getting these guys on rosters, or could we see a free agency maybe uh, maybe trickle a little slower after the lockout? Lockout ends. Boom. <laughs> free agent frenzy. The old FAF. Um, it's going to be nuts. <clears throat> It's going to be crazy, and that's the part you asked me, uh, uh, Mike, about what I was looking forward to. Um, yeah, this is going to be nuts. It's going to be so – that's what we all look forward to this part of the year in December and January. Who's going where? Who's doing what? What's happening? What right. team is doing this? What is my team doing? What is your team doing? It's going to be nuts. Um, I was so shocked to read um, yesterday that, that from the Atlanta Constitution – a journalist said that it looks like he may Freddie might be going somewhere else. Right. Oh Lord, oh, my gosh! And then a guy who I know, um, who runs the Phillies Bell, who writes, who's a writer, website. Um, yeah, he made a good comment. Freddie's from uh, the Southern California area, and that's where his family's from. He's got a home out there, and Dodgers want some more. I pardon. 
Dodgers want more? <laughs> could be. I mean, I said I'm a Phillies fan, and I can't believe – I don't know how I would feel if Freddie left Atlanta. <laughs> and you think this is a – and this is what, you know, modern baseball is like. It's take the money and go where you can. If it's, if it's home where he's comfortable with his family – who cares? He's got enough money. He can do whatever the hell he wants. But I would be, I mean, as, a, as a brave fan, I'd be crying. <laughs> like, it's like when Tom Seaver got traded into the Cincinnati Reds, you know, back then. It's like, what? No. Right. So, yeah, it'll be a shock. It'll be fun. It's going to be quick. I think there, there were offers we heard on the table before. The lockout for some of these players, owners and general managers are going to – GMs are going to go nuts with this. Yeah, and, and Mitch, last thing I'll say before we wrap it up here, you're a fan of a National League team in the Philadelphia Phillies, and just with a thumbs up or a thumbs down, Universal DH coming in 2022. Yeah, I think it's time. I think it's time, though I'm a traditionalist, and you guys know that. Um, you know, let's get some consistency. Let's let the players, the, the, the other guys hit, throw some more offense in there. Listen, there's more issues in baseball uh, in bringing back fans than the DH. I think people will like it overall. It gives more guys a chance to hit. Um, um, and we can talk later at some other point about how to bring fans back because, listen, I'm going to always go. I don't hold that grudge, right? I don't hold that grudge. Um, I'm angry and frustrated, but if I had a chance, if I was a millionaire like you were talking about before with the other other topic you were talking about and the billions I could go play anywhere, I'd be, I'd be on a plane every weekend to Philadelphia to go watch the Phillies play. You know, so I'm going to go watch them play no matter I'm going to go watch baseball no matter what. Um, but it's uh, they got to get they got to they got to bring young kids back into the game and they got to figure out how to do that. And not necessarily with giveaways because ah. they're great. But I'm talking about meeting like one. I think I forget which team it is. I don't remember a team brings in every maybe maybe the Cardinals. Maybe I forget American League team, maybe. Every weekend they have Sunday, they bring back old players to sign autographs somewhere. You know, how, meeting an MLB player, an, even an old one. Oh, my gosh, how cool is that? So still pretty cool. We'll talk more about that at some point. Right. Well, I appreciate you, Mitch, for all you do for Swan Sports. And tell us quickly here about the Burn With Mitch, what's coming up next, and what can, when, when is your show here? We've got uh, two authors coming up. One wrote a book about uh, uh, Sudden Sam McDowell. Marty Git Gitlin is coming on. Um, Dan Grenfell, I was supposed to have on, but we had a glitch in scheduling. He wrote a book about his grandmother and the, as a Holocaust survivor, mm. um, and the, the intersection of that with his family and the immense basketball background with the Knicks. Um, phenomenal book. I, I, I by the grace of the game, it's called by uh, Dan Grenfell. He'll be on sometime later in April. Um, and I'm hoping to get Ellen Adair back on when baseball season starts. So a lot more baseball stuff and probably some more cards, uh, baseball card collectible stuff too. Mitch Bernstein of the Burn Mitch. Thanks so much, Mitch, for joining us. Guys, thanks. I always appreciate you having me on. It's fun to get me get me all razzed up for the in the morning. And I and I start coaching my middle school baseball team today. Woo! Ah, Mazel Tov. Congratulations, Mitch. I can't wait. And one more thing. Today I'm 66 years and two months. That means I'm officially. I can officially begin collecting my retirement at full retirement age. Thank you very much. I'm old. Nice golf clap to you, Mitch. Oh. Nice golf clap to you. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's crazy. Right. <laughs> are we going to go to commercial, Mike, or are we going to just let's power through this? All right, let's go to a commercial here real quick. When we come back, we'll be talking about this USFL draft. Mike's got some things to say on the other side but make sure you click that f to get the best mlb merchandise from fanatics we'll be right back usfl talk on the other side stick and stay the am drive with mike and aaron might be the best morning show ever if you love the show shop the merchandise for 26 dollars hoodies 16 dollars shirts even 13 dollars mugs High-quality swag for cheap, because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch, at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next-generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. 
The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, Use www.twelmonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twelmonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. All right, and welcome back to the AM Drive here on 12 Ounce Sports. As we wrap it up here, we are presented by Sling TV. Start your free trial today at MikeAndAaronDrive.com. I don't want to waste any more time, Mike. Let's get into this USFL. The draft happened yesterday, and fans, I guess you can say fans, new fans are not happy about it. Um, it wasn't televised anywhere. You had to get it all through social media and refreshing and Shea Patterson, the first pick in the quarterback round to the Michigan Panthers. Uh, you just give me a brief synopsis here. Cause I didn't pay a lick of attention. The fact that Brad Kozlowski, a NASCAR driver had to announce that shows you how bad this was. I don't think it could have started any worse for what this was. This was poorly planned and poorly produced. And fans should not be excited. I'm sorry to people at Twilight Sports who think otherwise. I mean, fans, you know, more football is always better, even if the product isn't phenomenal. And you're not going to get NFL talent on these USFL rosters. So really, my caveat here is to tell anybody who is interested in kicking the tires on the USFL, just pump the brakes a little bit. We said the same thing with AAF. We said even the same thing with the XFL. It's going to happen. This is not NFL football. So pump the brakes a little bit. Will you be watching from from day one, or will you wait and see if if this thing materializes into into something popular? I'm waiting until I see people talking about it. Yeah, I uh, I don't know a ton about it, but if the games are on the weekend, I work on weekends, so I'll be able to watch it, in, even if inadvertently. So I may I may, uh, I may have to check it out uh, at work for sure. Fair enough. All right, that's going to do it here for Wednesday's show. It was a great one. Special thanks again to Mitch Bernstein of The Burn with Mitch for coming on and talking some MLB with us. Tomorrow, NLL Thursday, we are going to have one of the best Callum Crawford will be joining us on this NLL Thursday tomorrow. And, of course, week 13 in the NLL, we will preview and give you our picks. So please so, please support us on the socials at TV and support the sponsors at MikeAndAaronDrive.com. And for Michael Carvelis, I am Aaron Crouch. We appreciate you guys tuning in. 
Make sure you check us out tomorrow at 10 a.m. Callum Crawford, NLL Picks, and so much more. We are out. Drive safe.